2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Yeah,
0: David Letterman, he interviewed the Donald a whole bunch over the years, and <laughs> Vulture.com posted some video clips. Of the two of them talking to each other, like back in 19, all the way back in 1988, the end of the Reagan years, he complained that other countries are taking advantage of us. Although back then he singled out Japan, that's the Donald. He also talked about revitalizing the the Miss America pageant by making the bathing suit smaller and the heels higher. And in 2012, he complained about China.
3: I got some of the audio.
0: Let me know if you you? want to hear any of it when you're ready. Sure. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Now you want to hear
3: some? Sure. All right. Here we go.
2: We are living in very precarious times. If you look at what certain countries are doing to this country, such as Japan, I mean, they've totally taken advantage of the country. Without embarrassing yourself, can you give me an idea of something nice you've done for somebody recently? Well, I married Marla, and now I'm giving her a big settlement. Marla. Oh. I sold a house for a hundred. For a hundred oh, million. Two bedroom? Two weeks ago. <laughs> Even worse. I think it's a teardown. You it's know a, I think it's a teardown. It's a teardown. They were very nice Russian. Now, you've Maybe revitalized the beauty pageants. Yeah, I think you, I've done a good job. Made with, them, made them more what? interesting to home viewers. And what was the key to that? What was the one thing that you needed to fix? Well, Miss America made the bathing suits one piece very large, and you weren't allowed to wear shoes. Mm-hmm. What I did is I made the heels higher and the bathing suits smaller, and it was amazing. <laughs> It was amazing what happened to the ratings. The ratings became very, very good. Yeah, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, with this kind of genius, we have nothing to worry about. We <laughs> have nothing against China. I just hate that their leaders are so much smarter than our leaders. 2016, we will not be the world leader anymore. We have been always. What will but happen in 2016, in 20- 2016 we will China becomes the great economic leader. E- e- they are great ties. The ties are made in where? China? China. Ties are to China. Uh, Now, Don, are you running uh, for presidency, or is it another phony campaign, or are you really running? You know, I
0: I never said I was running. I never said I was running before. That was the
3: one I was at, that last clip. That
0: last one? Yeah. Well, Dave also did a pretty extensive interview with Volter, and he said he doesn't miss late night and doesn't watch any of the current shows. But if he was back in the game, his show would pretty much be all Trump all the time. Hmm. He said people would have to come and take me off the stage, Dave. That's enough about Trump. We've run out of tape. Right. He said it's all I'd be talking about. I'd hmm. be exhausted. He also thinks Alec Baldwin should get a Presidential Medal of Freedom for his Trump impression on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. But I love what he says. He says <laughs> He says about Donald. He was big and doughy and you could beat him up. He seemed to have a good time and the audience loved it and that was Donald Trump.
3: Yeah, he was more way more relaxed about. Mhm. Taking a joke and criticism back then. Yeah. All right. Well, last night, Nick finally sent Rachel Lindsay home on The Bachelor, and that might be, that would ordinarily require a, a spoiler alert, except that ABC already spoiled it three weeks ago when they oh. announced that she would be the first black bachelorette.
0: Why did they do that? Why did they blow that? I'm not sure
3: – well, did they blow it or did somebody already else, somebody else let the cat out of the bag and they were just like, all right, you got us?
1: Well, plus I think they wanted to start casting for her because she's going to start right. shooting that yeah. season very soon. So I don't know if they're drawing out next
0: season. But
3: historically, make it, they make that. I, I was going to say they make that announcement after
0: yeah. she's been sent. But yeah. usually, don't the contestants not know who the bachelor or bachelorette is?
1: No, they know who the that person is. The people that are applying for the show, I guess. Like, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. It just depends. I think they've mm. done it both ways. Hmm.
3: Yeah, Rachel really was into Nick, although she claims she was very shocked to be eliminated and says she quote one hundred percent would have said yes if he'd proposed to her. Of course, her biggest problem is that she was constantly holding back and was afraid to actually say the words I love you, or to show vulnerability, and that may have been in part why Nick, he himself held back. On the show, Nick told Rachel that he was falling for her 100%. So if two 100%ers can't make it work, well, then I just don't know who can. (laughs) Uh, The finale airs next Monday, and Nick will choose between Vanessa, who is the special education teacher, and Raven, the fashion boutique owner. I don't get the Raven thing. I don't think those two have any chemistry whatsoever. I think it's been Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa since the beginning of this thing.
1: It's because they make him pick another one. He can't come out in the beginning and be like, I'm going with Vanessa.
3: Yep. Uh, what, I don't else? Know. what else? What he else? What else?
1: It's so. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513 791 4440
0: or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
3: Surgery has
0: incredibly he's a very emotional dude i don't know if i've ever seen a bachelor that cries as much as him have you i care i will
1: tell you there have been a lot of feminine ones that cried a lot
0: because if
3: you cry you're feminine
1: No, I'm just saying that like sometimes I feel like he's on the more feminine side for me when I watch him. Seemed like Mm -hmm. it was
3: tough for him to say goodbye to Rachel just because I, I think he's the kind of guy that doesn't like to hurt people.
0: Right. It's just so strange. It's so odd to me, you know. I hate, I don't want to let you go. Shut up. You got two more women in there. You know, it's like the, it would be the the guy that's married to, to seven women and he has to divorce one of them. It's interesting devastated. though, when you
3: get into their head, I mean, when you're kind of going through this, if you're a viewer and you're actually watching this show and he's in this moment with one woman, it really is as if like, there is nobody else out there. These two are connecting. They're in this thing. And then she says goodbye. And then he's like. Oh man, I got like two other lives going on here. I forgot
0: about these two. They have
1: said that in the past, too. Like when they interview bachelors, they've said, you know, they're always like, it's in the back of your mind that you're actually dating three women. But when you're with that one, you forget it is the only one that you're thinking of.
3: Yeah. It's crazy. Man. There's a reason why there are men that have families on opposite coasts, you know, oh, they
0: yeah. can pull it off. that
3: can pull that off.
0: Uh-huh. Do we need to take a break, or you want me to go through this real quick?
3: Uh, yeah, you can do real quick.
0: Okay, this is probably the most random thing you're going to hear today. Sean Lennon and Willow Smith sing a duet that was co-written by Carrie Fisher. Hmm. It's called Birdsong, and Sean read it with Carrie years ago, and he said he decided to record it after her death. Carrie, longtime friend of the family, and she and Sean were very close. He says, Carrie and I used to stay up until dawn chatting and pontificating about life. They were my best moments. We wrote the song about staying up too late and hearing the birds sing. Willow Smith is a prodigal angel and was generous enough to lend her golden voice to this little tune.
3: Lovely. Let this play us out of our e-news.
0: She would have brought in Yoko Ono. <laughs> Something. And is it? There you
3: go. Oh, there's Oko.
0: <laughs> right on key as usual. <laughs> Most fit. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs>
3: Lori. Yes. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning?
0: I'm great. How are
3: you? Excellent.
0: Doing good. Get your three headlines here. If you can pick the real one, you can grab three friends and go see Beauty and the Beast on Monday night. Awesome. Okay. Is it A, security guard catches thief by spotting cherry juice from stolen pie on his cheek? Is it B, cops catch an escaped inmate by following his trail of beer cans? Or C, police catch robber by following his trail of stolen cheese puffs. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with C. C? No, I'm sorry. Oh. It's the escaped inmate with the beer cans. Oh, oh you're nuts. kidding me. <laughs> yeah, can you
3: believe that a guy who would break out of prison wouldn't have a deep respect for littering laws?
0: A <laughs> no uh, <kidding>. 39-year-old guy. <laughs> Must not have been one of his jobs when he was in No. I'm picking up litter. No. His name is Travis Pratt, and he broke
3: out of jail in Wise, Virginia on Saturday, and then he stole the truck and got himself some beer. Apparently, he was just pounding the beers and throwing the empties into the truck bed. I mean, that makes sense, right?
0: Sure. Isn't that what you you always do when you're driving and you're drinking cans of beer? You just throw them in the back of the truck.
3: That's what I thought. (laughs) I mean, I don't have a truck, but if I did, did, that's what I would do. Right. (laughs) Um, That turned out to be his critical mistake because the cans were flying out onto the road. Oh, well, that's the problem. And the cops were able to follow the trail of beer cans right to where Travis was hiding. How come the cops are never on my street looking for that kind of stuff? No, no. litter all over the place. Really?
1: They've got bigger fish to fry in that area, Jeff. And li- you litter. Evidently. Yeah.
3: He's facing charges for destruction of property, felon- felony escaping, and resisting arrest. <laughs> and he'll probably also be charged for stealing the truck.
0: Yeah, I mean, as there far as go. trash goes in your neighborhood, now that you're paying all the kids in the neighborhood to clean it up.
3: I know. And they do a good job, yeah,
0: actually. It's not as big of an issue as it once was. I got to tell you, I, the parents love it,
3: too. I've run into the, a couple of the parents, and they're like, thank you, thank you. Th- I I don't know that my kid would get up in the morning if he didn't have like something to
0: actually do. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> to come cool. pick up your garbage and take your money and go buy candy.
3: Right. <laughs> okay. Jeff and Jen, steady to moderate rain this morning into the early afternoon. Skies becoming partly cloudy by this evening with temperatures dropping and windy this afternoon. We'll see a high around 62. It is 57 at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102
2: Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.